Today, every day, small cap investors visit Agoracom knowing this is the day to discover the world's next great company to have their dreams come true. That's why I take to the open road to find them, to tell their stories, to engage them, to bring them to life because they want to connect with you from your office, your phone, your home, anywhere. Agoracom, find your dream. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release of Production of Gorecom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives right after they put out important news. With us today, happy to have him right back, Steve McCauley. He's CEO at Empower Clinics, trades on the CSC under the stock symbol CBDT, fantastic stock symbol in the U.S. under EPWCF, and for our friends in Europe on Frankfurt under 8EC. For those of you new to the story, Empower is a vertically integrated, growth-oriented, CBD Life Sciences Company, essentially a multi-state operator of medical health and wellness clinics. So if that was a mouthful, here's the good stuff. Patient database, over 165,000. Visitor growth, Q4 visits were up 351%. February up 800%. March 593% for a total Q1 uh, 2020 increase of 478%. You can imagine they're generating significant revenues. And now they've got even more big news because they are an essential service. Their clinics are doing great. And they announced today, Empower Clinics launches nationwide digital health platform. Steve, welcome back. Let's talk about it. Thanks, George. Always good to see you. Hey, it's always great to see you because it means you're doing another great thing. And it seems like you're, you're keeping us busy on our toes every couple of weeks. But we're thrilled because when someone's making, you know, showing leadership, and growing, we want them back on. Let's talk about this press release. First, uh, the status of your clinic operations. You know, we had that, we had that uh, interview last week. Things are going great. How's your patient traffic changed in, in any way, up or down, since we last spoke? Yeah, you know, we, again, thankfully, we have had not any, uh, no decline whatsoever in patient traffic right now. Um, uh, our April, you know, metrics are going to be, continue to be very strong. Uh, again, um, either almost records or, in fact, a record uh, month for us. And we know that our, our patient growth year over year will be, you know, very strong, triple digits, actually. So uh, that part's going good. Our, our operations are, are working well. We're monitoring our team members every day. We're monitoring our patients every day. As we discussed previously, we had to really kind of overhaul our operational processes to address social distancing and the uh, COVID-19 uh, crisis that we're all working in. But thankfully, we've uh, not laid off any employees whatsoever. Uh, we are advertising now for additional doctors and for additional admin team members to support the growth. And particularly this initiative that we just uh, talked or uh, uh, announced, uh, our new digital health platform, and what that's going to do and how that's going to impact our growth in not only patient flow, but also the a range of services and products uh, that come online with, with this platform. All right. So let's talk about that because up until now, Tremendous growth. People can understand the idea of clinics. You know, your, your customers are walking in, your clients are walking in, they're being serviced by medical professionals, 
uh, they're getting their medicine and, 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 uh, and they're fulfilled and away they go. Uh, naturally, there's always a bottleneck to that when you, have a, when you have a real world location, but that hasn't stopped you guys with your growth. Now, this digital health initiative, uh, describe to everybody at home just in layman's terms, you know, what that's going to entail, but more importantly, what impact do you think that's going to have on a business that's already blowing up in terms of visitors and traffic? Sure. So again, we've, we've been involved in um, working through, you know, what I call telemedicine or telehealth or, or digital health as a, as a uh, sort of a, the big name uh, for quite some time. Again, with the changes in our society and the fact that our clinics are deemed essential services and, and we remain open, uh, it was imperative absolutely imperative for us to get our new platform and our new operational processes into market so that our patients can have access to physicians without interruption. What's changing is the definition of that. Uh, so we still have our physical clinics and we have people come in. But with the start of our digital health platform, we've taken another process step to further improve social distancing between patients and staff. We're offering uh, in our clinics the option for a patient to actually go into a consultation room where we've set up a technical kiosk. And that kiosk is uh, a video platform, so our telemedicine platform, which is uh, completely HIPAA compliant uh, with all the uh, state uh, privacy requirements. The physician that they have the appointment with is sitting in a different room. They also are on a kiosk and the appointment is done virtually, even though they're both physically in the walls of our clinic. But it's a method to provide more confidence to our patients that we're taking every measure, every step possible to ensure appropriate social distancing. And in some cases, physicians are now preferring to operate this way also for the same reason. So they're, they're seeing you know, dozens of patients per day. And so their risk as a staff member uh, for transmission of coronavirus is greater in terms of the receiving side. So that's one initial aspect. We launched that live yesterday. We started taking patients yesterday through those appointment processes. And uh, you know, so far, so good. It's been uh, received nicely by the patients. The doctors like it. And, and we did a lot of uh, thorough technology testing over the last two weeks, really, you know, put the, the technology to work. And so that was on a, a really nice, good start for us. But there's much more coming in the way that we implement the technology. So the technology, we're starting to roll it out into the states that we operate. So it'll be accessed by our patients in Arizona, in Oregon. Uh, we have uh, physician coverage in Nevada and the state of California. So pretty large. That, and that's a massive place to start, right? You've got all four of those states. That's pretty big. You're not, you're not starting in a little town. You've got some four pretty great states there. Well, we do. And, you know, again, we've got our existing entrenched uh, uh, patient base that we can campaign to and let them know that this is now an option for you. If, if you want to come in for your traditional style appointment, no problem, we can do that. But we have uh, a very effective option for you. Um, it, it, you simply go online, uh, you work with our call center, you confirm your appointment, and then all of the communication about your upcoming appointment starts to run through email and text message 
uh, right up to including 15 minutes before the appointment, your secure link is sent to you ready to activate. And at your appointment time, the physician, the admin will launch the appointment and the physician will come online as well. And then uh, it's simply just the physician and the patient together in a private personal setting from there. And I gotta tell you, despite the fact that you knocked it out of the park with, with your numbers in March and for Q1, we had, to, we had to assume that there was a decent percentage of population that just wasn't even showing up just because of their fears, right? Uh, and yeah. so I, like everything you do, your, your Six Sigma Foundation uh, you know, background is, is shining through. Uh, how do you expect that to translate now? And I don't know if you have these numbers, but uh, it, it naturally gives you access to more patients, clearly. But how do you expand your reach you know, how do you quantify the, the number of the, the reach you're going to expand to? Or can you even guess? Can you project? Or, or you just, let's see who shows up. Well, I, I look at it in a few different ways. One of the things that we're trying to ensure is that we don't lose momentum on our existing patient base and our existing service options uh, for, uh, at our clinics. What we're doing is changing the potential methods of completing that appointment by using our digital health strategy and our telemedicine platform. So at a minimum, I'm trying to ensure that we don't have a loss of traffic by making state-of-the-art technology available, bringing the appropriate operational processes to bear because you know, these, are, these are not your traditional, hey, I walk in the clinic and I, I register and I go in the back for my appointment. This is all virtual, but we have to deal with timing, uh, technology, you know, multiple browsers. Are you on a laptop? Are you on your mobile app? Um, are you on an iPhone? Or are you on an Android? And we have to get all of that worked out and delivered to the patient in advance of their appointment so that the technology physically works as planned for their appointment. So that part for us is just about, you know, what can we do to make sure we maintain um, the traffic flow that we've already had? Growth starts to come by expanding to additional states like Nevada and like California, where there's large populations. We have physicians licensed for those states already. So it's not like we're trying to search for that. We already have that in place. So we'll expand all of our existing services into those states and the patient base that we have. From there, it's about adding additional physician-based consultations and services. So the next one that's coming online this week is a whole immune boosting consultation strategy and products to support based on the physician's consultation. So we're going to be stepping into the realm of really being a nationwide compound pharmacy for premium health and wellness goods that the physician in consultation will actually recommend those products for uh, the patient. Uh, the patient will be given a profile in our online dispensary store. And ultimately the physician will recommend and actually fill the cart for the patients. And the patient simply has to go in and complete the order. And then the product will be drop shipped to them within you know, the next day or two days. Are you going to be taking on new products to, to do that? Because obviously you're going into a wider scope of things that you're trying to solve. Or, and if you do, are they CBD based or are you expanding the, the SKUs as well in terms of, the, of, in terms of breadth? 
Yeah, so the short answer is this is all additional new SKUs that we're bringing to, you know, our, our, um, our arsenal here to, to get into the hands of our patients. So we today have approximately, you know, 20 base CBD uh, SKUs, another 20 uh, premium health and wellness products uh, that support, you know, uh, immune boosting. But we're, we've now added um, 250 additional uh, premium health and wellness products that support a wider range of important uh, requirements, particularly around immune boosting. We're really focusing on the immune system and immune boosting uh, at this stage because of the coronavirus and what we're all experiencing in, in, uh, in our world. We know after talking to patients and doing surveys that there is demand for that type of knowledge and information. So it doesn't um, replace our existing products and services. This is simply an enhancement. We're making more consultations, uh, more products available to a wider array of uh, potential patients. And ultimately, once we get through our preliminary rollouts in the states that we operate in, then we'll make these services available through our franchise network and we'll make it available nationwide in the United States. You touched on an answer to a question I had getting ready for you. Maybe you can expand a little bit, which is, you know, you're a very process-oriented person. You're not the type of person that just throws something in the wall because it's the flavor of the week and let's see, let's, let's see what sticks. And you mentioned there that you had done some surveys uh, and that led you down this path. Can you tell us a little more about, you know, what, what those surveys showed, how, how surprised you may have been? Because for you to move this quickly, you must have seen results out of these surveys and said, wow, there's real demand for this. What, what more can you tell us about what those surveys revealed that led you to, to move down this path so quickly? Sure. I mean, one of the um, you know, strengths that we have is we have 30 physicians uh, in our network. And so we started by um, talking to our physicians uh, about um, what they believed their patients are looking for or need from us. So this wasn't really us kind of sitting in isolation as a management team sure. and, and whiteboarding. We, we, get, we kind of get out of the way of that and we go to the experts because the experts are on our team. So let's ask them. And, and they, are, you know, they are tremendously connected to their patients and they're tremendously connected to um, patients' needs. And remember, we see a whole variety of qualifying conditions and they understand exactly you know, how many patients are coming in for anxiety or chronic pain or depression or PTSD, and what additional services, products, solutions should Sun Valley Health and Empowered Clinics, the public company, be providing to those patients? So we went through that exercise and we, we got ourselves a nice long list um, through our focus group uh, internally. And we narrowed down what we felt were the priorities and what would be the most effective and most well-received in the market. And that's where we started our focus. So we <clears throat> are using our digital health platform and telemedicine to augment how we offer our existing patients who are in for medical marijuana consultations and certifications and how they access a patient virtually, sorry, a, a, a physician virtually. But that translates now into the bigger naturopathic immune boosting treatment options and consultations and dispensing um, premium health and wellness products 
to support whatever the requirements are for that particular patient and their needs. Going forward, we expand the reach, but we'll have additional features that are going to be coming online relatively soon because as we have our operations running smooth and we're happy that we've got the bugs out of it, then we can start to scale it. The risk is that you try to scale too fast and you run into operational problems and your service levels start to fall and you get complaints from uh, our patients. And we simply don't want that. So I'm not even gonna ask you the next question that I was thinking and I'll go back to something else, but I was gonna ask you how, you know, at what pace can you reasonably roll this out nationwide? Uh, but it sounds like you still want to do a lot of you know, testing and, 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 and actually take a look at the data first before you actually even start uh, committing to a path or a timeline, which is, which is very impressive because a lot of CEOs would say, oh yeah, we want to be nationwide within three, four months and we're just going to do it and not realizing that you've got to, you've got to make sure the process is ironclad before you otherwise just create one just big mess. So, you know, hats off, hats off to you on that. And, you know, Steve, if you're, if you're just stuck to physical visits via the clinics, Empower is already a booming business as it is. I read off those traffic numbers. People can look them up, you know, traffic increase numbers in all these months in the first quarter. But now expanding to the digital health platform, uh, given the success you've had when you took over Empower and turned it around and brought to this point, you know, I'm really excited about what you guys are going to do on the digital health side because knowing how you roll things out methodically but quickly and efficiently, uh, this could be a really big, a really big thing for shareholders. So hats off to that. I want to move to one more topic. So, you know, you've gone from physics to the, the digital, uh, to, to digital health platform. You also announced, we didn't get a chance to talk this previously. And I thought it was important because I see it coming up. Uh, the intention to expand into psychedelics. Um, how does, how does digital health, the digital health platform play a role? Uh, in that space? And, and, and why are you going into that space? Well, you know, that, that announcement, you know, really is an important one. Uh, you know, our intentions are still the same. We, we are, we're big believers in the potential that psilocybin has on treating conditions such as anxiety and depression and uh, an array of things like PTSD and addiction. Uh, we know that the legislation is really fast-tracking, um, and if you compare it to where you know, medical cannabis was years ago and even recreation cannabis, um, the advent of uh, using psychedelics um, is moving faster. It's on a fast track compared to that. So we, we know that the FDA is already supporting stage two and stage three clinical trials. So to answer your question directly, I think our digital health strategies are going to be so crucial to the realm of psychedelics. You know, a, a day is going to come ahead at some point where uh, the ability to prescribe microdosing in the psilocybin frame, or whether it's ketamine or it's and other, other psychedelics that, that are proving to be um, effective uh, and have you know, true efficacy for a variety of conditions, um, our world and, and, and patients need access to it. Again, we've got a network of physical clinics, we have a network of physicians. We have physicians already who have a strong, keen interest in the world of psychedelics and, and are already experts. 
So what we'll be able to do with our digital health platform is begin to leverage into that realm also, because virtual appointments um, are not going to go away. They're only going to expand. They're getting greater and greater support from uh, state medical boards. And in fact, right now, uh, tele telehealth, you know, in, in virtually all states, um, because of the state of emergency, is, is an essential service. So any sort of particular roadblocks that might have been in place for certain states um, have, for the most part, been removed. Those barriers have been broken down. Uh, so I don't expect that to uh, retract. I think that um, our society are going to be in this mode in the COVID-19 um, era that we're in for you know, many, many months and, and well into next year as uh, this, this all evolves. And I think there's a new status quo that's taking place and digital health using platforms like our telemedicine platform and the consultative nature with physicians backing it is the future is here now that is only going to expand and we want to be one of those early movers, not only in all assets, all facets of offering these services, but even specifically in subsets like psychedelics as well. You know, and, and up until I started reading about it recently, if you had asked about psychedelics six months ago, I would have thought psychedelics, you, you go on just what you've watched in movies and things like that. I'd say that's, that's never going to be a business, but now clearly, uh, there, there are good reasons. And when you think about it, right, Steve, people who need psychedelics most or deal with anxiety and depression, all those things are probably also the same people who need a digital health platform the most because they have the anxiety of stepping out of, of doing all that. Whereas if they can do it from their home where a lot of people retreat to for safety and comfort, then you're just, you're just making it that much more accessible and that much easier for them to, to make that decision to come to you. Well, and I agree. And I think one of the things that, um, you know, I think is a little bit overlooked right now in uh, the coronavirus uh, situation that we're in, we, we certainly see the, you know, tremendous number of uh, people that uh, get, are getting sick. We see the tragedies of the deaths that are taking place. We talk about the economic impacts that we're all seeing, but, you know, the mental health issues that are building right now and um, are increasing are so significant. When you think of uh, if you, God forbid, were sick, um, maybe you're one of the uh, citizens, whether it be Canada or in the US that's unfortunately has lost your job and have to go on to unemployment insurance um, and maybe don't even have a prospect that that job that you have had for many years will even come back again. <clears throat> Isolation is difficult. And so I think we all need to talk more about the mental health impacts of what's going on right now. So again, anxiety, depression, and plant-based treatment options are proving to be successful. And having access to them and having a physician who is a specialist in addressing how plant-based treatment options can be effective for an individual patient, I believe is an imperative service uh, that we have to make available and we have to make it widely available. And this is why telemedicine and digital health is so imperative for the future because it speeds up access. It makes access less expensive. It's more efficient. If you're a person with heavy anxiety or depression, you may be completely uncomfortable to leave your home. 
Yeah. But it doesn't mean that you shouldn't have access to a trained physician who has the opportunity to dispense, prescribe, or just guide you uh, with professional care. And that's what I want to make sure that we are making available for our patients nationwide. Steve, congratulations on what you've achieved uh, today. Congratulations on this newest initiative. It's a big one. And it's great not only for shareholders in the company, but it's also great for society. So it's great when you can have a double win where shareholders are benefiting from their company doing very, very profitable and, and you know smart things. And when you're helping out society too, when you're really solving a big problem that's out there and looks like going to be solving more problems with the psychedelics, you know, your intention to expand to that, then that's a win-win for everybody. So hats off to you and the entire team, because I've said this before, you're the face, but man, you've got a fantastic team. Just yeah. knowing that you rolled into this digital health platform this quickly, being a digital finance guy, I can't even imagine the complexities that you went to to get up and running this quickly. It's mind blowing. I don't know if people at home realize it, but take my words, folks, take my word for it, folks, you know, getting a digital health platform up and running and, and, you know, complete compliant and done properly. Anybody can throw something up on the wall tomorrow, but to do it the way, you know, Empower's done it, that's really impressive and indicative of, of what the, the team you got there. So, you know, hat tip to you guys. Great. Thank you. And, and you're right. And thanks for the compliments. You know, the, the team are phenomenal. You know, we, as I've said previously and today, you know, we are good at operations. You know, we, we grind through it, like as an example, this weekend and getting ready for yesterday's go live to take patients. We worked all weekend. Um, I tested the platform myself as a patient on the weekend uh, and tried it on my mobile app, tried it on my laptop because I personally wanted to feel and understand the consumer patient experience. And if I couldn't uh, feel it and understand it myself, then I didn't want it in the marketplace until we had it ready to go. Well, I can't wait to maybe test it myself. I know I'm in Canada, so I won't have a technically much use for it. But, you know, just to be able to kind of go through it, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to be able to, to test it myself. But if you've gone through it and your team's gone through it, it's going to be amazing. And proof, you know, proof of the, proof's in the pudding. Look what you're able to do on the clinic side to get people to physically walk in despite corona concerns when they're really at their peak, you know, the concerns of the last 30 days. So I can't imagine what it's going to be like as, People get a little more, little more secure. They shouldn't, you know, no one should, should become complacent. But I think you're on the verge of, I don't know, blowing up here, Stephen. It's amazing to be a part of it and to watch. So congratulations. Thank you. Much appreciated. You've been watching Steve McCauley. He's CEO at Empower Clinics. The company trades on the CSC under the stock symbol. CBDT, fantastic stock symbol. For our friends in the U.S., EPWCF. And for our friends in Europe, on Frankfurt under 8EC. Folks, look, we've all got a lot of time on our hands now. We might as well make good use of it. And one great use of your time is due diligence. You've watched what Steve had to say. You've heard what he's had to say if you listen by podcast. Now do yourself a favor. Get to Agoracom. Get into the, into the uh, Empower Clinics hub. Get more information to learn. Go over to the Empower website. Watch a couple of the videos that, you know, I would say the last three or four uh, interviews I've done with Steve and do your due diligence because they're doing some amazing things there. And, you know, it's sad that this is what's happened in the world, but your job as investors potentially turn chaos into opportunity. It's staring at you in the face. 
See you next time.